Good morning. It is September, guys. September 1st, 2019. This year is going by fast. Um, We had like the tail end of summer. So, you know, we all trying to get those last minute fun activities out. Uh, Yeah, this is the Hill Review. Back at it again with another episode. And uh, I'm getting ready for church today. Well, about to after I do this. But I want to do an episode. I don't know how long this might end up being. But I want to talk to y'all today. Get a little, um, get a little deep again. Um, I was listening to uh, my episode that I did called uh, "Breathe." It's my fourth episode, and I went through it again just to hear it. Um, but I realized a lot of the stuff that I was going to talk about in this episode that I had planned I talked about in that episode and it's been a while since I had listened to it you know I recorded it three months ago so I forgot how much I said but I didn't really go into detail because I was focusing on breathing and I was focusing on the good things that had happened to me the good the development of it these last couple months like basically from last October up until around that time which was around May but there was some things that happened before that and because of the week that I've had I just wanted to go back and share some things and um, be real with y'all about the darkness in me, the dark times that I go through, and where it all kind of started to stem from, at least where I believe it started to stem from. Um, so I've gone through ups and downs before, and I've, I've touched on it, but I really want to talk about like this past year. So from twenty, so from about June. 2018 up until now literally this past week and I want to share with y'all some of the harder moments in my life and again I wasn't going to go as much into it but then when I realized I was talking about a lot of the positive things in my last in that last video now I want to do the flip side of that because it's important to share the entire journey. So I had um, a job at the airport where I was making pretty decent amount of money and I had saved up close to $5,000, $6,000 and around um This is just a little background. Around August 2017, I left that job because I said I wasn't happy and I want to pursue my dreams and I want to give it my best. So I told my mom that I had a plan of how I was going to make that 
work how I was going to make it happen. And then a lot of setbacks happened and I wasn't able to do it. So I got a part-time job so that I could like work but still pursue the dream. And then that kind of didn't go as planned either because I don't know I just um, started to really like my job and I started to really uh, you know get comfortable and, and enjoy what I was doing even though it wasn't nothing really crazy you know but it was decent and there were good people at that job and the people is really what has kept me around as long as I have and same with my second job that I have now um but the thing was I um I was at, at the time when I first got the job I was you know, chilling and doing everything. But then I realized my mom was going to go to North Carolina because she had a house there. And she had the one in New York. So she was doing the back and forth thing. But she realized she wanted to be primarily in North Carolina. And she wanted to sell, you know, the apartment and put it up for sale. And I was like, nah, mom, I can do this. You know, I can take care of the house and I can live here on my own and at first I was supposed to have a roommate and it was going to be like a multitude of people and with all of those roommates something happened that made it fall through and then it was like well can we give it to somebody that we know and mom wasn't really trying to do that she was like if it's not going to be you living there I want it to be like I just want to sell it so we can get the big payout and for a while I was Splitting the rent with my mother. And with only that part-time job, it got real, real hard. And I was trying for a really long time. And I remember what, there was this, a moment when I just, I guess I was blown through the savings and it just, I didn't really have a lot of money anymore. And then I went to the studio to record a session and I didn't realize how much money I didn't have um and then I had like an Amazon Prime subscription a Norton antivirus subscription and out of nowhere I had forgot about both of those and they both just took like a massive like annual amount out of my account and I was like yo then on top of all of that, I went to the studio. So there was a moment where I literally, after all of that, had $3 in my account. And it was scary. And then later on, June comes around, June 2018. And I consider this the start of it because I just started to feel real empty at that point. I was paying mom, wasn't doing much. Barely was doing music stuff, going to auditions and wasn't getting cast. 
writer's block and I just felt stuck. I just felt unhappy. Their mom kept telling me, take the civil service exam. And I took that. I had taken that in April of 2018 for a traffic enforcement. And that was going to be a long wait to see if I had even passed that. But I knew, and I still know, I don't want to work a civil service job. Now, if I have to eventually, then I'll do what I got to do. But even that in itself always makes me uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable to say that. But, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not going to lie. So I'm moving on and then I have jury duty. Yeah, I say this to everybody in a joking manner, but like to y'all being so serious, top five worst experiences of my life. Like I hated jury duty, sitting around in the hallway for mad long, waiting for them to even call us in there. Then we have to line up in these certain orders and do stuff. And we got to go through every single person. Have we done jury duty before? This is the other person's explaining to us the case. Do you feel you be able to serve on the jury? And, you know, da, 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 da. And this process went on for three days. Barely got any money for it. I was missing work for it. And I was just worn out. Like, it was boring. And on top of all that, by the third day... They had never, I had never even been questioned yet. Like, they'd never even got to me. And it was just like, man, I've been here for three days. They never even got to ask me no questions. Like, it was, it was crazy, you know? And I just, I just did not enjoy it. And it was just so soulless, that process. And then I'm just like, like I said, then I'm just, Super, like, broke at the time. The money I was giving to my mom for the rent was on top of the the bills that I was, other bills I was paying. It was just draining me. And July, July wasn't really all that great. Um, you know, I was trying to. I don't know, I was trying to talk to this girl and it didn't really work. And I had a moment where I thought something was gonna happen. But, um, yeah, that didn't work. And then there was this girl that another girl that I I, she was kind of like waiting for me to make a move and then I just like didn't so then they just that just messed up just because I I I don't know I didn't have any motivation and I think she just saw it and then after messing that opportunity I was like man I can't do this like I can't you know be acting stupid and you know, not going for what I want. Like, let's let's kick back into high gear, basically. But then, 
my friend Michael passes away. And he like basically trained me at the job that I was working, the part-time job. And he was like my big brother and he was so close to everybody. And his death was so sudden and unexpected that it just, it hit all of us. We're all crying, we're all upset because I was upset because there was nothing wrong with him. And he was such a good person. It was like, oh, what is the point of this? What was the plan in taking Michael away? And I was so over it. And at that point, I had to take a vacation because I just—I I just wasn't. I like, I told them like, I cannot be at work, and I needed it. And I was supposed to go to Florida. And that was going to be a big thing. I was supposed to go to Fort Lauderdale, I believe. But that just did not pan through. So then... I just stayed in New York. And that was a whack vacation. Because it was like I had the day off, but I didn't do anything. And I didn't feel good until the day I hung out with my father. And I went to the pool. And I was just there swimming by myself peaceful and it's funny how that works because I remember there was another time in my life between junior year and senior year where I was in a stretch of time where I was in like a bit of a depression and I went swimming then and after I swam in that pool felt that peace of mind and did what I had to do so you know being in the pool and just being in my own zone I've I've realized it it helps me and you know after a while I I just felt really alone and then I had around August or early September 2018 I do remember that I had a um, a talk with my cousins and my brothers uh, the people the guys I do the militia show with and I remember I had a talk with them and they were like, well, you know, cause I, I just didn't know what I wanted anymore. I didn't know what I was doing, uh, with my life. So conversation my godmother was like well if you take everything away like would you still want to do the singing and the acting and the writing like you know if you and if you couldn't do that what would you do and I was like, there's not much that I would do. I don't, there's not a lot of other things that I would do that would really make me feel happy or give me a sense of like purpose. And he was like, okay, so if that's still what you want to do, 
find a way to get closer to that and just start making moves. And then, like, I took the personality test. Um, I don't know if people know about it. I think it's like the Meyer Briggs one with the four letters. You're either like an E and, you know, FP type things or the other ones, I, S, T, J. Like, those are like the eight letters. And you're like a combination of those eight. Um, Yeah. So, whatever. Um, And my personality type has changed throughout the years. Um, For those of you who are familiar with it, I was in college, I was an ENFP. Then around 2016, 17, I was an ENFJ. And now I'm an INFJ, which means basically I've become a little more um, introverted and I've become a little more like cautious of things um yeah but I still follow like my heart and my intuitions and stuff like that the middle two letters have not changed so I guess those are like more of the core of who I am if I had to make a guess or whatever so there it was and then yeah around September Last year, that's when started to break out of it, started to make some changes. I went to church a couple times and I got inspired and a good couple sermons, courtesy of Reverend Bacchus, um, really just put me back in the in the in the motion of like nah we got we gotta make moves we gotta get things done so then I started going for things I started making changes and the job the second job that I have now is only because of that awakening in me to really do something and now I have that job and I've been blessed for the past year that I've been working there and the people that I've met and the things I've experienced working at that job and now I feel I'm ready for like another step you know and like I had told everybody in that last um podcast about um you know moving forward and and stuff uh and about breathing I was telling everybody, like, yo, I joined the church, I started mentoring and all of that. I'm in a new relationship. Like, everything was going great. And then this last week happened, and it was just, like, the first time in a long time that I really felt lost I felt like I wasn't myself. I felt like who I was wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough for myself. I wasn't good enough for my job. I wasn't good enough to have the job I want to have. I felt like I wasn't good enough to make it. I felt I wasn't good enough for my own relationship. And that was really the the core of it because there's so much that I go through. But my girlfriend now and, you know, the last 
you know, the last episode I did was me and her celebrating three months. And then in that week, I felt so, like, uncomfortable. And my girlfriend has been such, like, a good influence for me. And she's been a good sense of support. And when I felt like I was losing that, and when I felt like I couldn't trust that good feeling, and it didn't feel as real anymore, I got scared. And like I said, old demons came up. I started thinking about past relationship, past red flags. And I was like, oh man, is this what's happening right now? You know, and can I not just be me? And I'm not saying that I can't learn, that I can't grow. I'm not saying that I'm never wrong. And when I am wrong, I'll admit it. But this was a situation where it was just like, it felt like the character of myself and just my personality, my little quirks or idiosyncrasies, whatever you want to call it, flaws. It was just being attacked from everywhere. And that's how it felt. And I was just in this darkness. And it was a darkness that I hadn't felt since way back then. You know, and I've been thinking about like my money situation. I've been thinking about like where I'm at and just and I've grown internally. And I've said this a lot of times. I've grown internally, but externally it just wasn't feeling like I was moving forward. And I guess I wasn't aware of it until last Saturday when I went on this run. I was on a 5K run. And I couldn't listen to my music because my headphones weren't working. And I wanted to just drown myself out and just focus. But I, well, I couldn't. And I was just surrounded by like a thousand other people running. And I was so, in my mind, I felt so far behind that it was like, how can I do this? And look at me. I'm not enough. I should be running up there and doing whatever. My asthma was getting to me. Like, it was just crazy. And it just all got to me. I got overwhelmed. And from that day on to the rest of the week, I was just upset. And then I woke up one day and finally just felt this sense of peace about it. And finally opened my mouth and talked about it. Talked about it to my girlfriend. Talked about it to a couple of my friends. Talked about it with my cousins. And they all helped me realize that, like, look, you know, we just want you to be happy. And your pace is your pace. Don't worry about everybody else. And do what you got to do for you. Put your happiness first. And don't try to feel like you have to prove something to me or anyone else. Just, you know, make yourself happy and think about what makes you happy and the things that make you happy and the things that you want, go for it with the best of intentions. And if it doesn't work, you'll still be okay. And then I had to breathe and tell myself that I'm enough. But, you know, I... I'm using this to say that sometimes the darkness will come back 
and hit you in a really big way. And sometimes you'll get scared and you might panic and those triggers will come back to you. Um, and I just want to thank the people that checked on me. I want to thank the people who stayed with me, helped me through it, didn't judge my emotions, and just wanted to hear me out so that they could try to help me. I want to thank those people. Um, yeah, and I'm through the darkness. And this was a rough week for me because I felt like I was going to lose everything that I was happy about. But now it's like, nah, this was just a little pratfall. We'll get through this. The people who I was scared of losing were still here. So it was like, you good. You got it. You got everything you need. Just be true to yourself and don't doubt yourself. And speak up. You know, when something's wrong, say that it's wrong. Speak up and stand your ground, you know. And then it was funny. I got a, a Facebook memory from something I said in 2017. And I said, if I could talk to 2000 me, 2009 me, so this is like freshman year of high school, I tell him it's going to be rough times ahead, but don't lose that fire. It will be okay. Trust your feelings. It's okay to cry. Don't hesitate to ask for help. Not everyone is going to stay forever. Let your pain inspire you. Think before you act. Don't hide your feelings. Stand up for yourself. Stand by your ideals. You're good enough. Communication, trust, respect. Those three words will be everything. It will be okay. And then I realized I'd tell 2009 me this, but 2019 me needed to hear that. So it's just funny, you know, how life can affect you and how that memory just happened to come up on that day in that and in that moment. So now I'm just thankful for it and it will be okay. But I got to get ready for church now. So y'all be blessed. Have a good one. And I will catch you on the next episode of The Hill Review.